welcome to Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life. I'm your host, Adam Bates, and it feels bloody amazing to be doing another episode of this. Guys, if you've uh, heard like my little note, hopefully you've had a chance to watch the Republic uh, for Modern Life videos. Yep, all that stuff's been going on in my life, still is, um, and... I will still plea for help from any of you. You know, if someone out there knows like a, a reporter or someone, you know, outside of Yorkshire, maybe able to like cause sort of an investigation into some of these cases, the IOPC and what have you. I'm not going to go more onto it here, but please, please reach out. It would mean the world to me. And guys, I want you to realise as well, actually, that this has been like a second full-time job for me having to deal with all this, you know, um, you know, for the last year. And the sooner it stops, the sooner I can get justice, not only does it save the lives of loads of other people in this area, but it outs something really big that is starting to slowly take shape in other places in the world as well. It would give me an even better foot for my work to reach more people. And of course, the best thing for you guys is it would mean that I can do more of these podcast episodes as well. It is the reason for all these breaks and everything. The same with uh, me and Jamie and Stoicism for Modern Life a lot of the time. So, guys, please do so. Uh, the next thing that I want to just touch on before I uh, go on to the next passage is that I um, do some listener questions, actually. But I've answered those to keep like this show, you know, like subject to the passages and everything else. I'm going to continue to do this answering listener questions to any of my shows but i'll do them on the uh, ads fitness on psychology human behavior and mental health show um so that latest episode with the first couple of questions is now up and guys reach out to me any questions you think i could help with please tell me obviously i do keep them anonymous on the show but on that i'm going to introduce something else as well i have seen how many people's lives this show is benefiting and it means the world to me because it's what I live for you know when you're talking about things like setting yourself on fire and Lee's Bridge if, if you have to you know, guys I do not advocate suicide neither does Marcus you know not as a way out of life but when you know that blowing up a story will save like thousands of lives you have to make a decision and that's again why I plead for help because I know I can do far far more with um, being here for a lot longer but you know ultimately there are um, some really evil things going on and um, yeah I'll plead for your help with that but it is a sign you know so how I live my life um, and it's my experiences that have set me on that path and what I want to do is as well as doing the listener questions to help this show grow even more I'm going to ask you, whether it's like a review that you post on um, iTunes or anywhere else or, you know, any bulletin boards or anything of the show, um, something you share on your social media or whatever, you screenshot that, send it over to me, right? I am going to basically be picking, whether it's one a month or what have you, I'm going to pick one person of that and I'm from, from those reviews and I'm going to give them something in return and that can be discussed but the thing that's in my head at the moment is perhaps 
having one-off sort of episodes where yeah, whether I feature it on this podcast or put again to keep these as the passages, put it live on the Ads Fitness on Psychology, Human Behaviour, Mental uh, Mental Health show, where I could actually help you with anything that you may be facing in life and do it as a part of an episode um, or something similar anyway. I guess it's kind of like a listener of the month thing, but, you know, to stand a chance, I want to see proof that you guys really value this and uh, giving something that, you know, can draw more attention to the show. Anyway, on that note, let me get on with it because we're getting very close to the end of book three. And this passage is very short, but wow, the universe is amazing because of the timing of it, because the analysis I'm actually going to give um, is going to relate to something I was actually talking about posted on my Instagram story only this morning. And that was before knowing I was going to do this, this show and before reading the passage. So let's get on with it. We're on book three, passage 15. They do not know all the meanings of theft, of sowing, of buying, of keeping at rest, of seeing what needs to be done. This is not for the eye, but for a different sort of vision. All right, guys, although the passage is short, it tells us so much. And in fact, as I was saying earlier, it's amazing that this is a passage I picked up today. Um, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, so it will still be there, just yeah, go go have a look at my Instagram story for an example. Because what I was touching on there is exactly what I'm going to use as the analogy for what Marcus is saying here. Now, the meaning actually relates to a lot of things that Socrates would say when talking about justice. So it does go back as far as Plato. Um, but of course, it is a principle of Stoicism. Here's the thing. When we talk things like theft, that's the easiest one perhaps here to use as like the clear example. Now, a thief may see something and think on the animal instincts that stealing that thing, whatever it is, whether it's food, whether it's something you know even bigger, something that's going to harm somebody, but is going to give them a pleasure, a short-term pleasure. They see that as a gain for themselves. And in that moment, they may feel that short-term pleasure. Now, is something the way I live my life and hopefully you guys do too that I couldn't actually really comprehend. However, it is something that does go on. Um, and particularly in Marx's day where society was not, so to speak, as easy to survive, if that makes sense. And when I say that, I do mean imminent sort of threats to survival. In general, they're far fewer today. Um, and, and that would mean, though, back in Marx's time, especially, you know, things like, like having to feed things for survival, that imminent survival, whether it's food, whether it's money, there'd be like an even greater disparity between the rich and the poor um, than, than there is today. Those things would give a gain and it would happen very frequently because of that need to survive. But here's the thing. The thief steals let's say your work and they put it out as their own now in that moment that they're doing that they're perhaps thinking this is great this is going to be great for my business sharing this is going to be absolutely awesome you know and then they probably get they might get some praise for it and everything else people thinking that that work is theirs now 
it's giving them short-term fulfillment, okay? And it is causing harm, of course, to the person that they stole it from. Without justice, though, something else happens. Because at some point, that thief, and particularly if they keep getting sort of praise for that work, keep getting questions asked about it, deep inside, they, of course, know that that praise and what have you is fake, the things that they then gain, you know, the rewards that they get, whether it's monetary rewards or what have you, that come from that, they know deep down inside aren't justified. What happens over time if they let that fester, if they keep that secret, they keep it burning within them, means that they have a resentment that they are holding towards themselves. Okay, and that's where justice, as Socrates talks about, is so key, because if you are actually punished for that crime, justice, therefore, would be done. And then once that punishment has been served, that person's then free to continue about their life without feeling quite that same level of resentment. But if they harbour that and have to carry that with them all their life, they may appear to not care. They may say they don't care. Um, they may even not necessarily think about it all the time, but it is there, a bit like those childhood traumas that we're not consciously thinking of, but because we haven't actually balanced them and we still store them as a negative, they're going to affect every action, every decision that we have going forward. And often that that can happen to an extent where it really does affect that person's character, okay? In affecting their character, resentment, over-resentment towards something will manifest itself physically. And interestingly, what I was talking about earlier today was not receiving justice and the scientific side of karma, whereby that resentment, as I've talked about in previous episodes, it manifests itself by a certain hormonal environment that's created within the body. The hormonal environment that we have in the body, if that is unbalanced, then that is going to cause um, dysfunctions within the cells and, uh, and our gene proliferation, okay? That is what leads us to disease and ill health. So over time, just simply because someone's carrying resentment with them that they've not actually gone and dealt with, and this doesn't just apply to things like theft and what have you, it could apply to something you know you've done to someone else, said something wrong or what have you. Go and apologise for it if it's sitting there within you because ultimately you're doing more harm to yourself in the long run if justice isn't done because the more it sits there with you, the more it will manifest physically as ill health. So a couple of things happen. There's a physical side where it can manifest long-term as ill health, but then there's the effects that it has on your character. So I've talked a lot about being able to make decisions from objective reason. You're not going to be able to make decisions from objective reason if you've got a polarity towards an event, i.e. if you're repressing this negative emotion that you're holding to this act that you've done in the past that you know is a negative act and it's not been balanced because you haven't been served justice, you haven't like had a punishment for that to balance it, that negative experience that you are holding is going to affect all your decisions and actions in the future. It will be very easily triggered and come out in your character, the way that you communicate with others, particularly when we're talking of subjects that are very close in nature to that event, to that theft itself. And over time, that may well mean that the character that you start to portray to others means that you can lose 
that closeness with some of those others around you. It means that you aren't appealing as a person to sort of influence or for your friends to like, you know, be drawn towards your magnetism or energy because your character is not as virtuous as it, as it could be because it holds that resentment. You know, when you go through the, the justifiable punishment for it, or when you go and apologise for that act that you have done, and that person accepts that apology, you free that resentment, you free that guilt. Like I say, even if you're not conscious of it, it's still going to affect you. So it can affect your life negatively in a way that you would not even be conscious of, but you it would manifest perhaps in losing friends, perhaps in not gaining closeness of others that, that would have been closer to you in the future had that resentment not been there. So in a way, karma will come and manifest itself either physically or because of the downside that that plays through your character that in turn will affect many, many aspects of your life because you're not as good a character, so to speak, as you could be. Guys, it's a really interesting one to think about, you know. So when we talk of karma and stuff, there is a principle behind it. You know, it's not just a random thing. And I'm, I've no doubt that all of us have probably done things in the past that we regret. Often, as well, we will try. We can try and make up for that in other ways, you know. So if we sometimes are aware that we've done something and we're feeling pain from it, that can create a value that we then go out and try and serve to try and make up for it that way. But of course, if you've said something to someone in the heat of the moment, you've done something to someone, even if you're not in contact with them anymore, they may not even care about it now. Reach out and say sorry. You know, you've no idea how powerful that can be, not just for them, but ultimately for you and for your life to reach fulfillment and happiness in the years that follow. Guys, thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the show and I'll be back with another episode soon. 